Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Style and Strategy. I'm absolutely thrilled today to be talking to Kim Payne. Kim is a keynote speaker, trainer, and empowerment coach. Kim empowers ambitious professionals to show up, speak up, and step up so they're seen, heard, and fully valued. She has also spent 20 years prior to that in corporate world becoming her own boss in 2010. She believes in building a better business when you build a better you. I'm Sonia, a personal brand and style coach. My journey began in the corporate world and through lived experiences has led me where I am today. I've walked in those uncomfortable shoes, faced the same challenges and questioned my path to professional success while simultaneously navigating my personal style journey and the challenges that each decade brings. I wholeheartedly believe in the fusion of personal brand and style strategy. My mission here is to provide you with practical, actionable strategies and lived experiences to help you unlock your next level of success through the power of personal brand and style. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, Kim. I'm so excited to be able to chat to you today and have you on the other side of the mic. Sonia, this is such a novelty. And it's interesting, isn't it, when you hear your bio being read out? You know, I still sit there and go, huh, is that me? Wow, that person sounds all right. And then with all that imposter syndrome and all that other stuff that gets in the way. So this is really cool. I'm really, really excited. Style and work and bringing all of that together is such a big part of my life. So happy to explore this together. Yeah, a bit of a pinch me moment for me. (laughs) So why don't you take me back a little bit? You know, in those early years and your corporate success around that, how do you think that the corporate world actually then shaped your approach to sort of empowerment coaching and how did you actually get there? Really interesting. So my entire life from literally when I left uni or actually even before that because I did economics at uni, It was all in financial services and very, very male dominated and very, very serious. So I'm talking, you know, the, all the dark suits, you know, I would always wear makeup, but I would never wear bright colors. I really conformed to that kind of masculine world and I loved it, right? It was all I knew. It was the work that I loved and I was running up that corporate ladder and doing everything that I could. But even in doing that, and when I got to the end of my corporate career, I started feeling like something of me was missing. So I felt like, you know, without getting into, you know, anything too woo-woo, but I was really suppressing my feminine energy and embracing the masculine, the masculine thinking, the masculine way of being, of achieving, of KPIs, of revenue targets. Like that was me. And anyone who knows me now would probably laugh because... Because as much as that's important, there was no balance in there. So I really did that. And I got to around about 2010, I was just about to go off and have my baby. I was leaving NAB. I was a senior consultant in their team. I knew, Sonia, that I was never going back. I just didn't know what I was going to do. And it it kind of defined me. And I got that kick up the backside, one, because I was having a baby and I was going on maternity leave. But I really needed to do something for me and explore what that looked like. Again, I didn't know what that was going to be. And I ended up going into business with another guy. We went into partnership. He ran a financial planning. I ran the consulting of a business. We both 50-50 owned it. 
three years in, we realized it wasn't working. We got out when we were still friends, so it was really lovely and amicable. And then I've been doing my own thing since 2012. And what I love most is that I can do what I want, when I want, how I want. So I didn't have to conform to the corporate framework and the bureaucracy and all of that in the past. And this is where really unleashing who I am really started. So it started coming out through my work and over time adjusting that, but then it was able to come out through how I dressed, how I showed up, the sort of even down to when I would be doing presentations you know, like most people in the past, I'd have a boring old PowerPoint. Over time, it got to like all of my PowerPoints now. And I love them because it's a crazy animal. It might be a giraffe with a hat on. It'll be a black and white image and the hat will be bright pink. So it kind of started to weave through my work. It started weaving through my clothing and everything over time slowly changed. And now as much as I still do a lot of work in financial services, I feel like I've gone back and really embraced that feminine side of me, coupled it with some of the benefits of what I'd learned and, you know, going and achieving and all of that, but put the two together and I think it's become a much happier medium and I'm a much, much happier person now and I think I do better work as a result. That's fantastic. I've actually got goosebumps as I'm listening to that because I know I can really relate to it and a lot of the women that I work with also feel as though where they're working in very male-dominated industries, it's you feel the need to actually have to conform to what is there. And so that's what I love so much about your message. It is about getting that feminine balance, right? Because otherwise we start to lose our own selves. So tell me a little bit around, was there, you know, you've touched on that transition into entrepreneurship and then starting to find your style and then what that's done for you as a brand. So was there a pivotal moment that you perhaps remember or an outfit or something that then sort of pushed you that one step further to really embrace who you were? There was a pivotal moment. So when I was running my own business, I would get a lot of coaches, business coaches, life coaches all of whatever I needed at the time. And I remember a number of business coaches wanted to then explore my childhood and what's sort of going on that's keeping me stuck. Mm. I would always say to them, Sonia, I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do anything to do with my personal life. This is only about my business. And when they wouldn't budge, I'd sack them. (laughs) Okay. And I did this a number of times. And then I'm with this one coach and the same thing's happening and he's wanting to dig into a lot of what went on. And I had a great childhood, but there was obviously some hang-ups that we all have. And in my words, he basically said, Kim, you build a better business when you build a better you. And I was like, oh, fruit. <laughs> How could I have missed that? And from that moment on, one, I started doing a lot of work on me and really digging deep into who I was and how I showed up in the world and what's going on on my inner at the same time. And Sonia, my mum was a personal stylist. So all her life and all my life, I've grown up with a woman who was, she was a stylist. She was a Mary Kay agent and she taught women how to do makeup. And I grew up with it. But of course, when I was in financial services, wearing all my dark gray suits, it was of no benefit (laughs) other than I knew my colours, I knew my body shape, I knew what worked for me and what didn't because my mum would always tell me, you can't wear that, Kim, that looks awful on you, that's not your colour. 
So once I had this epiphany about you build a better business when you build a better you, I think subconsciously everything in me started changing and that included what I wore. And I've always loved colour. And so I started just injecting a little bit of colouring, like I'd wear a bright pink lipstick or a bright red lipstick or I'd wear bigger, bolder earrings. And over time it's got to the point where, and you asked about an outfit. Yeah. My absolute number one favourite outfit is my hot pink suit. It is so hot pink and I wear a hot pink top under it. I'm literally coated in hot pink from top to toe, bright pink lipstick. Whenever I wear that, I walk out the door and I don't care what anyone else thinks, I feel fabulous because I feel like this is me. This is who I am. And I've even, I've spoken in front of, you know, at events where I've had, say, 500 accountants in the room, 90% male, and I've still worn my hot pink suit. I know it's not for everyone, but if I don't, and if I just conform and again go back to wearing what was expected of the industry, I don't feel I'm me, which means I don't feel like I'm putting my best foot forward. So, over the years, and one of the things I guess that's become part of my personal brand now is bright colour mm. or all black. I love all black as well. So, yeah, so they were probably two key moments was one, when I realised that you build a better business when you build a better you. And secondly, when I'm wearing colours, like bright colours, I feel like me, I reckon I do better work as well. Oh, that is absolutely spot on. And I love the way that you've articulated that as well. I One of the, the underlying tenets that I have as part of the values is bringing through absolute what's in your inside and bringing it on the outside. A lot of people, you know, might say to me, oh, but clothes has nothing to do with your professionalism and your style and stuff like that. You just need to put a blazer on or anything like that. But you've absolutely hit the nail on the head there because if you feel confident in it, and then therefore the way in which you can present your brand, present yourself, just becomes more natural and much more powerful in terms of your impact. So, yeah, no, I love that. So then thinking about, you know, the wisdom from the decades that you had working, sort of going through your own personal journey and then building out your business and then working with people around empowering individuals and getting, you know, unlocking that human potential what crucial lessons do you think have been, I guess, impassed along that way? I reckon one of the biggest lessons, and it's interesting you ask this because this very much is what inspired my podcast, mm. isn't it? Which is called Courageous Me. Yet one of the lessons is to have the courage to go and do that thing if it feels right for you, like trusting your intuition. Mm. And that's like with me, like I said, even when I changed my slides and wanted to inject a pop of colour in. Now, this is very, very risky, given that a lot of my work was very corporate, it was still all in financial services and predominantly male. But by having that courage to do it, and I'll tell you, actually, I spoke at an event about uh, earlier this year, and when all the feedback comes back, there was one piece of feedback and the guy said, it was a guy, he said um, she didn't use enough text on her slides. <laughs> and I'll be honest, Sonia, I thought I've never appreciated negative feedback so much in my <laughs> life. But just having the courage and what I've actually found is, yes, it's not for everyone and, yes, the bright colour and the boldness is not everyone's cup of tea. 
But for those that it is, or for those where they'll see I've done something, like this is a really good one. I get a lot of women when I'm wearing, I always wear bright colour suits and I'm in the bathroom. I get a lot of women come up to me and say, oh my gosh, you're so brave being able to wear that colour. You know, I've got this bright suit and I just haven't got the guts to wear it. Mm. And so what happens is I spend 20 minutes in the bathroom having conversations with women and the conversation usually goes like this. So you've bought the suit. Yes. Why did you buy it? It's like, oh, I don't know. I put it on or the sales assistant gave it to me in the change room. And I said, how did it make you feel? And they'll say, oh, my God, I felt fantastic. That's why I bought it. And then they'll say, but I haven't had the courage to wear it out in public Mm. because I feel like everyone's going to be looking at me and I'm drawing attention to myself. So I flip it and I'll say, well, you've seen me running around this room in this bright green suit or whatever. Do you think I'm doing that to draw attention to myself? And they'll say, oh, no, not in the slightest. And I'm like, okay, so why do you think that they would think that of you? And it's so funny because they end up walking out going, oh, my God, and I'll get a text message or an email or a LinkedIn message saying, you gave me the courage to wear that suit or to be a bit braver in how I showed up on the outside. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so that's been, I think that courage, and it's quite contagious, that would be one of my biggest lessons over the last probably five years particularly that I believe that I can then help and empower other women doing the same thing. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you're so right around the the courage to wear something different because most of the time we all have these, you know, inner thoughts going in our mind of what we might think others may perceive, others might say, which actually then potentially holds all of us back. And in most cases, it's not the reality. You know, there might be your naysayers out there, but you know what? That means they're not for you and you're not for them. So, you know, park that to the side and make the impact that you're really there to do. Actually, a woman called Dominique Bertolucci, I think that's her name, I was listening to her on a podcast one time and she was making a comment and she said, some will, some won't, so what? Oh, and it meant, you know, some will like you, but so what? And I remember when I heard that just connected so deeply with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, I bring that mantra into every single day. And if I'm walking out the door feeling like me and worrying about what everybody else thinks, well, some will like me, some won't like me, and so what, who cares? So it's, it's yeah. just so- beautiful comment that goes with when you are being brave and you are doing something courageous that, you know, nice little reminder. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you mentioned before your little tips around, you know, just start, start with something small, right? You touched on start with the lipstick, maybe start with a scarf, whatever it is to help you build that courage to get to the full green suit, to get to the pink suit, if that's what you're really looking for. Beautiful. And so if you think about leadership, because, you know, I have a few guests on who we all talk about leadership and our leadership journeys. You know, you obviously had a leadership journey through your corporate years. Tell me, was there anything do you think that impacted by your brand and your style that through that journey perhaps was a negative experience for you? Yeah, I think to being in a very male world, and trying to be accepted as who I was, I really felt like I had to do everything to fit in, Mm. to fit into every, and I mean to the point where uh, how I did my makeup, what earrings I wore, how I wore my hair. As a result of that, I believe that I also held back. Mm. I didn't 
speak up. I didn't share things that I wanted to. I didn't share any of my achievements or my accomplishments. So there were times, honestly, Sonia, where I believe I was overlooked. Mm. And that's a lot of to my own inner stuff that I had to work mm. on over the years. But that definitely held me back. And that, again, was holding back who I was. So as a leader and when I was then leading other people and even in the work that I do today, I get a lot of younger women that I do work with or a lot of younger people. One of the things that I really do try to help them with is about being more of who they are. But to do that, you've got to know who you are first. Yeah, exactly. You've got to be really clear on what you bring to the table, what value you bring, and also your own self-value. So over the years, I had to learn all of that. And I think it took me a lot longer to learn it because I didn't really have role models or people that I could go to that I aspired to, Mm. that I could have learned that lesson a little bit quicker. So I believe that it probably did hold me back trying to conform. Mm. And to be a leader, I felt like I really had to do that to get taken seriously when I was always, always competing against the guys. Again, rightly or wrongly, that was my experience of working in a very male world. And so if you had to perhaps talk to your 21-year-old self, what would you say to her? Oh, my goodness. I'd say please embrace who you are because it is so valuable just by being you, so Mm. valuable. And I would say get past all those hang-ups about what everyone else thinks or what you think you should do and listen to what is going on inside. Listen to your gut, listen to your intuition because my gut was always saying do this or do that and I just ignored it completely. I railroaded it until it just went quiet and got silent. So that's what I would say to myself. Listen to what's going inside and have some faith, have some belief that your own value is good enough. That would be mine. Sonia. Wise words. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm just 30 years too late. (laughs) No, never too late. (laughs) So I am going to sort of punch into three key questions that I normally get my guests to answer. So one is signature style piece. So what's your go-to, and I think you touched on it before, but What's your go-to signature style piece that you feel truly represents your personal brand and why is it an essential part of your wardrobe? My hot pink suit. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. With a hot pink top underneath. It is absolutely a signature piece because, one, it's become very synonymous with my brand and bright colours, but in particular the hot pink. And when I wear it, I feel my absolute best I don't care where I am and sometimes like I might even just wear if it's more casual I might just wear jeans on the bottom and the the jacket and the top anyway and anywhere that I can wear that suit that color I completely feel that that is who I am on the inside and the out and I think just touching on that really from a personal brand perspective as you said there's two colors like pink really and then you'll have some sharp blacks as well But, you know, you start to become easily recognisable very much, you know, if you think of Naomi. Yeah, she was always in that red suit. So, you know, that was her signature style for a very long time and still is. But, you know, for you as well, you've become very easily recognisable within the financial services space as part of that. Do you think that that's played a role in somewhat around some of your success as well? Oh, absolutely. Like even last night, my husband came home and my husband's a risk advisor 
working in a financial planning accounting business. And he was on the phone to a client and something came up about who are you married to and we've got different surnames. And he said my name and she just goes, oh, my God, I know that girl. She's the one who wears colour all the time. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) You know, it has become something that even I was at a school function the other night and a guy I went to school with goes, oh, yeah, you're always in colour on LinkedIn. So it is starting to become something. Sonia, I didn't mean that. I honestly didn't go out of my way going, oh, that's what I'm going to have as my signature style and I want to be recognised for that. Yeah. It's happened and what I've done is embrace it. Yes. So I find now almost with a bias that when I shop, I'm always beelining for the colour. So the last season of neutrals and a lot of more beiges and that just, I didn't shop <laughs> great for the bank balance. <laughs> Yeah. No. And so, okay. So question number two is transformational reads. So for those listeners looking for inspiration, what book are you either reading or listening to that maybe has had a significant impact on your personal brand or leadership journey? Oh, fruit. I read all the time. Gee, one book. One of them actually is the book Brave by Sheila V. I love that. And Believing Bigger, that's another one. These are both women who have had corporate careers. So in Brave, Sheila was a CFO and then went down the path of spirituality. And Believe Bigger, Marshawn, I think her name is, she was a corporate lawyer and then moved down to a lot of personal development and that. And these are two women. Oh, actually, I know what it is. I love those two books. My absolute number one favourite is Believe It by Jamie Kern Lima. She's a girl who sold, made up, came up with a makeup brand, IT Cosmetics, and sold it to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion. Now her story, that story is amazing, but that's not why I love her. I love her because she's all about empowering women to be seen, heard, and understood, which is a really big motto and mantra of my own, and about feeling beautiful and feeling confident and feeling worthy exactly as you are and a lot of tools and tricks to do that and she wrote a book called Worthy which is coming out next year Mm. I've pre-ordered it and I'm obsessed with this woman Mm. so yeah so but yet ironically the three books Brave, Believe Bigger and Believe It all have a similar flavor yeah similar oh I love those okay I'll have to get into those over this break (laughs) oh yeah they're fun (laughs) and then finally mindset so we all have those days when we need an extra boost what's your quick style or mindset ritual that helps you feel empowered to tackle anything oh okay so Mel Robbins and her high five yes band like connection that's a really big thing for me so Whenever I'm, I do this first thing in the morning when I get up, I literally go into my mirror, say, thank you, Mel, and I high-five myself. And I look at myself in the eyes and I say, you are beautiful, I love you. Now, some mornings that feels really, really, really weird and uncomfortable and other moments I embrace it. And when I'm having those days, we have those days where we don't feel good enough or something's going against us, I literally do the same thing. I go to a mirror, I high-five myself and I say, you know, you are beautiful, I love you, you've got this. And again, like I said, that's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but that absolutely helps me reframe and get back into the moment. One of my core values is love. And part of that is loving who you are, not in a weird, icky, egocentric 
point of view, but I love the human that I am and I embrace it. So they're my go-tos and I do it all the time. Beautiful. Okay, everyone's going to be high-fiving. <laughs> so thank you. That's been an incredible conversation and so many gold tips along the way. If people want to find out a little bit more about you and how you're working with women, do you want to just let my listeners know? <laughs> Yeah. So LinkedIn, I'm more active on LinkedIn than any of the other platforms. And that's just Kim Payne, P-A-Y-N-E. And my website is kimpayne.com.au. So that's just recently been done. And of course, in the pinks and the blacks and all the colours are very true to form. Otherwise, Instagram and it's Kim Payne with Nine Rock in that. Nine Rock was the business that I've worked under in financial services. Kim Payne is the brand I'm working under right now, really around empowering women to build better versions of themselves. Thanks, Kim. And I will make sure that I have all those details in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Kim and her wonderful pinks and empowerment, then they'll be there really easy for you to get to. Kim, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the Style and Strategy podcast. I look forward to chatting again. I do too. Thank you so much, Sonia. An absolute delight. Thank you so much for being part of this inspiring episode. If you found value in today's discussion, please don't keep it a secret. Share it with a friend on social media, tag me at Your Style Collective and leave a review. Your support means the world. Join me again next week for another empowering episode of Style and Strategy, the Leadership Series. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, you're already taking that first step towards your transformation journey. See you next time.